Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing And grams of that dro, that's my medicine I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs Cause I diminish them Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, cause I finish it I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat Like a bench player, man, you never wanna start me Not hardly do you ever scar me Still I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast yeah. H-Cubed up in this bitch Is it? Uh, we back with another album review for you uh-huh. And uh, this week we are doing Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs, and uh, why don't you go ahead and start off? This, yeah, this was your, this was yeah, your choice. So, so this, in case you haven't noticed, sometimes uh, Mr. Cooper picks it. Yes. Uh, other weeks is me who picks the albums. Yes, this right. week, uh, I was the one who had the privilege of doing that. Um, and honestly, I, I've I've been a fan of, of Earl Sweatshirt. Um, not not a big fan per se, right? But I, I've definitely like when I hear him on like either like. You know, Art Future songs or like a, you know, Tyler Creator joint. Mm-hmm. I definitely, they can rap. You know what I'm nah, saying? Yeah, he, he can definitely rap. Like, I, I've, I remember Earl Sweatshirt, I think, because randomly I came across him through one of my old buddies, like, probably some, like, some shit like right, that. Right, right, right. And, um, and I remember liking him lyrically, but not always liking his beat selections. Yeah. And I feel like, for me, that kind of carried over into this album. But go ahead. I feel you. I feel you. Um, so yeah, so, um, you know, Earl had, and it's funny because I feel like to most people, because I remember, uh, I, I feel like when you hear the name Earl Sweatshirt, you're thinking he's going to be one of those rappers that's like a, uh, 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 like a SoundCloud rapper, like, uh, you know, kind of like shit like that. When you hear the name itself, without yeah. actually knowing who he is, but, because I, I had somebody like at my last job who didn't know who Earl Sweatshirt was, gotcha. and they thought he was like a little punk type of rapper. So. <laughs> I mean, I understand to be so Earl Sweatshirt, but. Nonetheless, uh, Earl Sweatshirt, like I said, um, I've heard him do a bunch of features. He's done songs with one of my favorite artists of all time, Mr. Frank Ocean. So, yeah. obviously, you know, we're going to take a look. Yes, sir. So, um, I guess without uh, further ado, we'll go ahead and start talking about the album. All right. Uh, this week, we we'll, we always change it up, if you guys haven't noticed, but this week, we're we'll, we just going to talk about, just because of, I guess, the style of this album, it's kind of hard to, like, talk about song by song just because it kind of blends into the next one and it's kind of like that and the fact that the songs are like mad short so it's just like i want to say like the at least the first six songs on here are like two and a half minutes or less now yeah that well honestly i I don't think there's any song on here that's any longer than two and a half minutes maybe even three like yeah i think three minutes is the longest one yeah um but fuck it let's let's talk about the beginning because i feel like the beginning of our album is probably one of the more important parts of, of, of you know any album really sure so what do you think about the you know the beginning of the album all right well the beginning of the album the first uh track is called shattered dreams um i i like the long song lyrically i really do think it's good and that's like my run of the majority of this album is that lyrically it's a dope album but sonically not all of the beats seem like they go with what's being rapped or that person is rap, or that he's rapping on beat on the beat, or that there's just too much going on in the beat for, you know, for me. Or you know, sometimes the beat is just louder than the lyrics, at right. least on two songs. Yeah, now nah, and, and also like I feel like it's a thing now with, with rappers that they'll do like the little lo-fi like mastering where like their voice just kind of sounds kind of like muffled, kind of. Yeah, and I feel like he kind of does that a lot throughout. Honestly, most of the album. Yeah, really. definitely through most of the. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, the one thing that I know you probably didn't like about this, since you, you complained a lot about the beats, I'm, I'm almost positive you didn't like this beat. Because honestly, I kind of hated this beat. Because it was just, 
It was a yeah. Like it was just. It was not really a strong start to the album because the beat is really more on the slower side, and again, it's like off balance of what the words are. So it kind of sounds to me. It kind of it doesn't sound a mess, but it just sounds off. It and does. I feel like it's just not the strongest start to the album. Look, now I'm gonna be honest, right? This is this was at first I really did not like the song at all, mm-hmm. but the more I listened to it, I don't know if it grew on me or if like. Cause you know when you hear like a new something, it kind of just sounds off. Like, mm-hmm. cause like his his flow on or his yeah his flow on the song is very like choppy and kind of like lackadaisical. Yeah, of. it's not a consistent flow or into a switch up of a different flow. It's kind of like an amalgamation of that, where it's just like a kind of almost a consistent switching up of the yeah, flow. Yeah, yeah, but like at, just at a weird pace. Yeah, no, nah, it was definitely at a weird pace. Um, and, and just all around, just kind of like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like when you first listen to it. I first listen, it's definitely kind of hard. That's why I, you know, we were talking before the the review started that it's kind of hard for us to get through the album. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just a lot of different shit. It's not really traditional in any kind of at, way at, at all. any respects of it, yeah. So right. um, so I think for that reason alone, it's, it's, it's a bit of a tough listen. Uh, but one thing I will say um, that I feel like this album does, it kind of sets a certain vibe in the sense where like, I've always been somebody that, that thinks that like an album, if it makes you feel a certain way, it's a good album. Yeah. Regardless of I don't how say, really good it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I guess you could say that. Like, you know, I, at least personally to me, like it, when I'm, as far as what I, what I'm listening to music for. Yeah. It's like if some way, shape or form, it can make me feel some kind of way. Yeah. Then I'm all for it. No, like I that, feel you. That's why I like, you know. That's the, I'm, I'm sure that's one of the same reasons you'll listen to like Migos or Ratchet Music. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Cause like, I, I never expected to like any mumble rappers. And then when I heard the Migos, it just puts you in a certain vibe. Right? It's just like, okay, I can fuck with this while I'm in this vibe. Exactly. It's not something that I yep. always look for. And it's not something that I always yes. like. Cause I'm not gonna lie. I like most of the Migos older stuff. Most of the newer stuff, I don't really get down with a lot of it. I'm with so you. it's just like, again, but it's just like, it's like you chewing, it's like with me and Future also, with you and Future. Uh-huh. You tend to love Future. Right. I tend to love certain things about Future, much, yeah. but not all the Future. Exactly. And it's the same with you. Like, I know you said you've heard some Timberland beats that you thought were actually pretty vicious. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, you don't fuck with Timberland yeah, nah, beats. Exactly. So it's exactly. the exact same shit. So, so honestly, that, that's kind of like the vibe that I got from this album because you could, you could say that this album has like a very depressing kind of tone to it. Yeah. I guess you could say a lot of beats. Uh, I guess going into, uh, yeah, even, even like number, uh, number two, which is, um, Red Water. Mm-hmm. I actually really like this song, but it has like a very somber, I guess you could say, like very, like, I want to say this, this isn't one of the darker beats, but it's definitely like a, a somber kind of like quiet type of beat. Yeah. But I feel like, like this beat and a couple of other ones, which I'll say later, I feel like has so much potential to be better. And this song has so much potential to be better because the beat itself, the sample that they use is actually pretty oh, yeah. dope, dope. Except for like maybe a couple of elements that I would have left out. Like there's a random symbol that's hit yeah, yeah, like yeah, in the middle right. of it. Yeah. So I would leave that out. But like most of it is actually good to go together if you just retool it. Yeah. But I mean, it's the aesthetic that Earl is going for on the album. Right. And if you're an Earl fan, I'm sure you understand it more and you respect it more and you appreciate it more. But with me not exactly being an Earl album, like I know who he is, right, but right, I'm not right. a fan fan. Like I don't, I don't get it 100%. I feel you, and and uh, honestly, right? I, w- I want to say this is probably one of my favorite songs on here. The only thing I I will, s- it, it's one of those things where like I like it for what it is, mm-hmm. and I wish it would have been a little different. But at the same time, I don't mind it being what it is because like one thing that I noticed that I, I don't know if you if you picked it up, but like he kind of 
does the same verse three times, uh, like repeated. So he he he, he was doing the um, you know whatever verse he, and it honestly doesn't really sound like a verse. It kind of sound, it, it's it's kind of weird. I don't know. Like it's kind of like honestly, it's like a half a verse. Yeah, it's like a half verse slash hook, and he just repeats it three times. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I liked it for what it was. But again, like you said, I feel like it had potential to be a complete song. Exactly. And like you said, you know, we know that, you know, the whole aesthetic he's going for, the whole vibe that he's trying to set. And I feel like he, I feel like he does a good job at that because for the same reason that we were talking about, it's kind of hard to distinguish where a song ends and where a song starts. True. Cause like for whatever reason, when I was listening to this, right, I just thought of like a, like a old TV, like randomly changing to another channel. Okay. That's kind of like the whole thing that I got from. Yeah, like I said, like this this beat is just a little hard to keep up with. Like I said, if it was retooled a little bit, I feel like it would be a lot easier to work with. Uh, and at times and during this job, it kind of sounds like there's a lot going on. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, but again, lyrically the song is dope. So I can't really, I don't really have too much to say about it except for how it sounds sonically. And that's just my opinion. You know, not everybody's gonna. Yeah. Well, somebody's gonna really, really think that that's dope as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, for so. sure, for sure, for sure. But uh, number three is uh, "Cold Summers." And again, lyrically, this song is dope as shit. And actually, the beat is dope. Like, yeah, I, I think this is one of the, like, probably one of the three f- best beats on this album. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, but and again, it, it's another really short track, just like the last one and the one before it. I, I would say, um, this is one of the more polished, like, beats, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Like, more, I guess, if you want to call it traditional. Yeah, you know, the closest thing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I fuck with this joint. Um, the, the the little sample that they use a little piano in the background is very eerie and again, yeah. I, I, again I think the cohesiveness of the album you cannot take away from it you know what I mean like it kind of all connects even though it is a whole lot of shit going on this is one of the songs that is a little less of it going on you know what I mean yeah so, you're right you're definitely right on that one um let's let's jump to number five though okay. because that was that was one of uh that's honestly probably my favorite song uh December twenty fourth okay I I think I'm almost positive this is probably, again, one of your favorite beats, just because it was definitely, again, one of the more traditional type of beats and shit. And I think Earl killed this joint on this one. So this is definitely one of the more full songs I want to say. Now, lyrically, this is, again, dope as fuck. Probably yeah. one of the best lyrical songs on this album. Yeah, definitely. Because definitely. sometimes the lyrics of his songs, like, they don't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just They're everywhere. jumbled. But yeah. uh, this one is dope as shit lyrically. I'm not an overall fan of the beat, though. Really? I'm really not. Because it's like very, like you were saying before, it's almost very lo-fi. It's kind of like, I don't want to say chord progressive, but it's more like sharps and flats. Mm. And it it relies mostly on that. And just sharps and flats are not, cons- consistently, they're not always the best thing to listen to. But again, like to this one, you can actually hear the lyrics over the beat, yeah. which makes it a lot easier to listen to, to yeah. get what's going on. So I would say like it's it's not a bad again not a bad song I just personally am, I'm not a fan of this beat at all like nah to me this is this is probably one of my favorite beats on the album just because I don't know I, I like I like the lo-fi it this it just reminds me of like an older kind of like I don't know it just like and, and I heard somebody say this and it definitely gave me that vibe the like like an MF Doom kind of vibe yes kind of, mm-hmm. like the whole lo-fi kind of like starting a verse and it being like shorter i don't know it just just everything about it kind of had like an no, mf kind of i, I get you 100 percent on that one it definitely so, has the mf sound so um but but no definitely I, number five was one of my favorite guns i'm gonna go ahead and go with number six on the way 
because while I think that the beat is a little loud and it's a little hard to hear the words over it, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's a pretty good, it's a really dope song overall. Even yeah. like with the beat, I like the beat on this one again. Another really good sample. Right. I wish I knew what it was that they sampled because the sample is really fucking dope on this one. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually, this one is way more traditional in the way it uses the samples, even though it's not as traditional, but it's probably the closest the, example. The one thing I w- the, the only thing I think that's not traditional about it is the drums, which I don't think there is any drums on it. It's just kind of like a sample kind of like loop. It's got some some high not high hats. It's got like a snare drum and I think like a cymbal, but that's about bad, it. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have any minimal. basses or any yes, and big it, drums. And to be honest, though, right? Just about every beat on here, the drums are very in the background. Kind of like to the side, almost, very you true. Know what I mean? So it, it's not really that thump. Yeah, and that, and it really ain't. It really ain't. Now, and, and to be fair, I don't think that's what uh, you know Earl was going for. True. So, you know? And honestly, to tell you the truth, this this song, the way it's produced and the way he raps on it, almost sounds like it was produced by RZA, and that it's a Wu Tang song. Like this could definitely be something that I could hear any of the Wu Tang members rapping over. I don't know if you knew this, but I want to say Earl produced the whole album. What album? This one. this album? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I thought you were talking about the last one. Nah, nah, <laughs> it's like, what? Nah, nah. <laughs> that nigga, that, that, that would be news for the whole world right there. Right? Nah, but, um, and it's funny because I've I seen that his uh, his producer name is some black guy. Wow. But I mean, some rap songs, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, some rap songs, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to pay homage to him and also name the album. Now, and again, I feel like he does a real, again, I'm not a, a huge fan of Earl Right. But I feel like he does a real good job, uh, almost kind of like Kurt Cobain's job of not giving a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like throughout his whole career, I mean, look at his last album, what it was called. It was called I Don't Like Shit and I Don't Go Outside. That was, <laughs> that was the last album. That sounds like something I would say on a drunken bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just like real smell like, yes. man, I don't oh, like none of y'all niggas. I ain't going oh, nowhere. I don't want to do shit. Yep. I don't like doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> All like doing nothing, dog. But um, but yeah, like I, I feel like he does a real good job at doing that, and and even with his, I mean, you you could call his delivery a little bit lazy, I guess if you want to call it, or his flow a little lazy. But I feel like it kind of goes with his whole image and slash, you know, who he is. Yeah, and I feel like it just it fits, and and, and I, I agree. I mean, I, I like number uh number six on the way as well. I think it was a tight beat. Yep. Oh fuck it, let's go. Uh, Let's go to number eight. I think that was a dope ass sample too, and I, you gotta like that joint. No, I do, and I was, I was, I wrote on here probably the most classical sounding hip hop song on this album, beat wise. The sample was viciously chopped. I feel like as a sample kind of sore, I guess you want to call myself. That's so important to me. Like if wherever like the the sample gets chopped and like however, it, it just sounds it sounds dope as fuck. Though. Like all the way. Around. I, yeah, I love it when the sample is really well chopped. Also. But my my main bad thing about this is like I really like the beat and everything, and but like his flow is just so basic on this track. Yeah. Like it's super super basic, and it's just like you can almost argue that it's basic on a few joints on this joint. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But to this one, I feel like this is like I don't want to say it's the laziest that he sounds, but it's the closest thing that I can think of. Like it just sounds lazy in comparison to some of the other tracks so far. Right. But I mean, I like I said, the song is dope. Like I think that the beat, which beat carries this joint for real, and there's not really that much I can say except for the fact that his flow is just kind of basic. I, I fuck with the, I fuck with again most of what he's saying on his album. Aside from the couple drums, they're just like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. But I feel like most of what he's saying on the album is, is pretty consistent. It's pretty, it's mm-hmm. dope. So, yeah. but like you said, 
you know, he's a little lackadaisical on yeah. the flow and shit, so. Now, I will go back to number seven, The Mint. Mm. And first of all, I will say the thing that made me literally bust out laughing when I first heard this song. Oh, the beginning? The sample at the beginning of Cream Corn from Black Dynamite. I was going to ask you, where the fuck is that from? It's from the movie Black Dynamite. <laughs> it's Tommy Davidson's character. Yeah, he, it's Tommy Davidson's character, Cream Corn. He's in the salon getting his hair done. And he's literally in the in the jump, in <laughs> rollers when Black Dynamite rolls up on him. And he's like, because ah! he was talking straight shit about Black Dynamite and just runs off. And you see this nigga running down the street with a fucking big ass bib on like from the chemicals getting on his shit. Yeah. The curlers are still in his hair and he's trying to run as fast as he can in these big ass stiletto boots. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing he has said, I'm running things. Before he runs things. Before. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, it's me. It's cream corn. I'm running things now. I'm running things. <laughs> the nigga walks in. He's like, oh shit. He, he, he turns around, sees him in the mirror. He's like, oh shit. It just takes off. Like that joint. If, if you haven't seen that movie, you gotta watch that movie. No, I haven't seen it. That's like the. It's like scary movie for like black exploitation movies where it just like takes everything about them oh, and goes okay, to okay. like 150. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I see that was like a thing all throughout history. Like they kind of just like I guess if you want to call it parody. Like, oh yeah, like, but um, yeah, nah, and then on top of that, uh, this, I feel like this is one of the more slower kind of beats after, after yeah. the sample comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like it. It's very quiet, so, like very. I want to use haunting, depressing kind of. Yeah, it's it's piano. primarily piano. Yeah, like yeah, and they, it's really a, like almost a creepy sounding beat. Yeah, no, nah, it like, definitely is like a weird, eerie kind of thing that you probably wouldn't want to wake up to. But uh, it was a tough, it was a tough job. I think it was featuring somebody else. I'm not sure who Navy Blue is. Yeah, but um, but, I think he was on the first verse, and then Earl came in. I think on the second. But. Honestly, and this was the longest song on the album. Like really? I, I double checked it. It's like almost four minutes long. So yeah, this is definitely I think this is definitely the longest track on the album. Or at least to this point on the album, this is the longest track. One of the songs that we were talking about that uh probably one of the most like all over the place. And again, this is one of the songs that I will agree that what he was saying was dope, but the clutter of just samples or drums or whatever you try to put on number 11 eclipse yeah was just it was just way too much for me. Like it, I almost couldn't listen to what the fuck he was saying because of everything that was going on. And I felt like it was just a cluster of just things that was going on. And again, it fits what he's trying to do. But I just personally, I couldn't enjoy that song. Like, I could enjoy what he was saying. Yeah. But to me, it was just, it was too much. It was too much to sit through and just yeah, yeah, to listen sure. to multiple times. And honestly, I felt the same way about the, what was it, number 10, the one above it, Azukar. Okay. I felt like that that one was too much. It literally sounded like there was two different types of beats that were put together. Uh, it kind of it kind of evens out because they take the beat out of it for a little bit, like part of the beat out of it for a little bit, but then it just kind of comes back and it's it's again it's a mess. It's a little louder than the lyrics are. And again, the sample is dope as fuck to it me. Is. is it not? It's a dope fucking sample, man. Again, it has so much potential. You know, he 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 samples a lot of like like pretty like I would never expect. For, I well, I guess I I'm not a big fan of, of Earl, so I wouldn't know. But I, I don't know. I just wouldn't expect for him to sample these kind of. You know, yeah. songs and shit, I mean, you never know. A lot of people sample a lot of random shit. I mean, look at some of the random shit that was sampled in the uh, 90s and the 2000s, early 2000s. Like, yeah. I would have never expected some of those songs to ever be sampled. Yo, like, um, I don't know if you've seen, uh, you, I don't know if you've seen that Kanye West was having like this thing called Sunday Church. Yeah, that was like, at, um, what you call it? I thought it was, uh, only at, um, Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. Well, he, w- he does it every week, I think. It's kind of weird, but <laughs> yeah, where he, he's kind of like, if you were going to Kanye's church and paying attention to it every Sunday and really thinking that you were getting any type of word, dog. I need you to reevaluate everything I'm, about I'm gonna your I'm going to be life. real, though. 
I think if you're going to Kanye's service and not going to the service your mom or your grandma or whoever else is going to, I think God's going to look at you a little funny. Yeah, he's going to look at you sideways. Sideways, up and down and backwards. But nonetheless, <laughs> this nigga, uh, it's funny how he does it because he, uh, I don't know if you've heard this song and I didn't know this is a real song. And so I looked it up and realized that he kind of didn't really do much to it. He was just looping the thing around. It's it's like a, a gospel song, and the drum was actually kind of cranking. <laughs> and, and he kind of just he sampled that, and and you know, Kanye's always been known to sample gospel, oh, of course, kind of shit. Yeah. So um, real soul type shit. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, I mean, you're right. You know, niggas niggas will sample anything. So. Pretty much. I mean, shit. If you find something that's was it J Cole, uh, sampled. Some songs like a, it was like a rock song from like the eighties or the seventies mm. or something like that, and uh, he sampled it for not his first album, that last mixtape that came out before Friday Night Lights. Uh, it was warm up? Uh, no, 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 no. It was Friday Night Lights because it was Friday oh, Night okay, Lights okay, was supposed okay. to be an album, and then it ended up being a mixtape because yeah, yeah, yeah. it got released. Uh-huh. But like, what I forgot what song it is on there, but I'll I'll send you the track and then I'll send you the song that he actually sampled for. Okay. All I remember is that this is a song for my haters. Y'all got me feeling like the greatest. Oh, yeah, that's the chorus of the okay. Um But it's got like this yodeling in the middle of the chorus, like yodel, 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 yeah. like in the middle of that. <laughs> if you hear the song that he sampled, you're like, damn, this sounds nothing like the sample. Like Yo, that, very that, rarely, like like limited like sample. You know, and I think I don't know if J Cole produced that because I know he produces a lot of his own shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that really uh, shows how good of a, a producer somebody is. Mm-hmm. Is if you could take something. And make something completely different. Like, yeah. Compl- not even in this fucking ballpark. Yep. And I'm guessing that that's what that was. Pretty much. Because when I li- when I went back and listened to the song, like I said, you could hear it. You can hear it. Bits of the sample in the actual song, but it wasn't like the chorus of the song was then the chorus of that song with a retooled beat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right, like right. a lot of it is. So. But if you can sample, fucking go ahead yeah. and do your thing. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump because I didn't really mess with too many of the other. Um, the other joints on here at the, towards the end of the album, but yeah. I will go to number fifteen, Riot. Yeah. Even though there's like no lyrics on the track whatsoever, yeah, the beat is so is it dope. It's like the perfect way to end the album. Yeah. It's like a cool, chill vibe out, Jones. Yeah. Cranking, but it's just like no words whatsoever, and I was like waiting for the for the for the lyrics to drop, waiting for the lyrics to drop, and the song just ended, and I was like, oh, well, I could listen to that by itself. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna be real with you, dog. Like I got to the last joint. And I was probably, well, especially the first listen, because like I said, it's, it's kind of hard to listen to it in the first listen. Yeah. That was one of the songs that I repeated like 15 times. Yes. Because it it, it's weird. Like this whole album is like, especially this beat, it's like a, it's like a very eerie kind of like, because it, it, it has like an older sound and the low fire, fire yeah. it makes it sound kind of like creepy, like almost like as if it's playing out of like a, like a boom, like a abandoned boombox or some shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> Like it's just in the middle of nowhere and it's just there playing. But no, nah, I, I agree. I, I think it was a it was a really good way to close out the album. Um overall just it, it just like I said at the beginning of the joint, I feel like this is an album that people have to listen to all the way through. It's not a song by song type of album, at least for me. And it's yeah. definitely not an all the time type of album. Nah, definitely not. Uh, it's definitely a You a, definitely gotta be in the mood a for certain this. mood, you know what I mean, to to listen to something like this. And I feel like the last song, like you said, it just it wraps it up real nicely. Um, I wasn't a fan of the second to last one, which is the last one where Earl is actually speaking or rapping on. Uh-huh. And it's I, I want to say it, 
That that joint almost has no beat. I don't know if, if you remember that joint, uh, number fourteen peanut. Oh yeah, there's like nothing on that. It, track. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost him just talking over the joint. And it's like it's like a real like limited amount of anything for the. Yeah, movie. no, it really, it really yeah. is just spoken word. Yeah, just about. And honestly, I, I really wasn't a fan of that joint to be honest. But um, neither definitely fifteen was a in my opinion a good rap Yeah. All right. So uh, overall thoughts, real quick. Overall, like I said, um, I think it was a. A good. Uh, it made it made me feel a certain kind of way. It, I definitely connected in some way uh, uh, to the album, so I I liked it in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it could have been a maybe a lot more polished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but again, I understand that this is the, the sound that Earl's trying to go for. I'm sure you know he's been a rapper for a long time now. Yeah. So if he wanted to get better, you know, mix uh, shit, I'm sure he could. But I just feel like. Some songs is just way too much going on. Yeah, like, exactly. Like unless you're a hardcore Earl fan, you know what I mean. That you'll find a way to defend it. Yeah. But um, overall, I like the album. wasn't a, It's not. A, I'm not gonna listen to this every day. It's not gonna be a favorite album. But overall, I think it was. It was a solid album. Mm-hmm. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. Okay. Uh, overall, like I've I've probably said a hundred times on this run already. I was not a big fan of the majority of the production on this. Uh, but by contrast, the lyrics are dope as fuck just about on everything um it's just really hard to get through this album to yeah, like, just sit and listen to it even in the background like i, you, yeah. I just kind of tend to tune it out after a while yeah you, you know what it is though? like it's funny because um for those of y'all who don't know uh we're doing carter three uh as well yes, next sir. review um and i swear dog i was thinking because that album is a lot longer it's gonna take me a lot longer to get through it nope nigga that i could have got through Mainly because I've heard like a majority of those songs and know them like yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. But nonetheless, there's a good like eleven songs that I didn't remember, mm-hmm. and dog, I flew through them just because it was it was pretty. Uh, verse, hook, verse, yeah. verse, songs done you or whatever. Determine everything through the beat. You can yeah, hear all yeah. Of the lyrics at one time. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I I get you. So honestly, this really isn't an album that I expect to come back to maybe even very often. Like maybe every once in a while. You might like it. Might be like a shuffle thing where you leave it on. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that one rocks. Yeah. Yeah. But um. So out of ten, what do you give it as a score? Look, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I'm gonna give it a low seven. Okay. Um, again, I was a big fan of the uh, this overall aura. I guess you want to call it the uh, just everything, the vibe that the album gave off. Mm-hmm. I re- I really liked it. Um, but again, just feel like it could have been more polished. Uh, a couple more songs could have finished a little bit more, yeah. could have been a little bit longer. Um, and as much as I like short albums, I will say that it's somewhat of a, it's, it's almost too short, to be honest. I feel like maybe Cause, like, yeah, cause nothing is really fleshed out. Yeah, not, exactly. So you can have a fleshed out album with six tracks on it, but like not have a fleshed out album with 15. Like, see, to me, right, this is almost like one big track, almost. Yeah. M- more so than like a bunch of songs, even though it is titled some rap songs. But it, it, it feels like one rap song. True. But seven out of ten, I think it's a it's a decent effort by Earl. Um, if you're a fan of Earl, I'm sure you like. Thanks. Check it out. All right. Uh, me personally, like I said, it was extremely hard to listen to, and it took me like almost two weeks to really like get through it and have any realization about what it was I was listening to and how the album was structured and what songs were different because I thought some of these songs were just switching beats and kept on going and then I found out oh that was a completely different track so like 
I I'm I really don't feel like I can give this a high score simply because I I've I feel like this is an unnecessarily difficult album to listen to. Like it doesn't have the lyrical difficulty to really li- label it a difficult album. It just has the listening difficulty. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So yeah. like honestly, I give it like a 4.5 on that alone because it was like if I have to go two weeks and spend extra special time to sit and listen to this album to get what the hell is going on with this album. Yeah, I agree. It's just a lot of work for a very little bit of enjoyment output. I agree. And again, like we said, I'm sure there's Earl fans out there who think this is a great album. And, you know, to each his own. But like I said, I feel like you definitely need to be in tune with what he's about for you to kind of get it. Yeah. And, you know, us not being the biggest Earl fans or, you know, I think it was kind of hard for us to get into. No, I, I definitely agree with you. This is something that is, I feel like, just specifically catered towards his fans. Oh, yeah. And right. not really much else. But, I mean, again, a lot that's of hip-hop kinda, is like that yeah, right no, now. And, and, again, I, I feel like that's kind of uh, the lane he's in. He's not really in the mainstream type of lane. Yeah. He's kind of like a Joey Badass type of uh, you know dude who's has his, his core fan base, and that's ultimately who he makes music. Exactly. For, so. I, I can rock with All right. Well, I guess that ends the album review for Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs. Go ahead and give it a uh, listen. Yes, Let us know what it is, uh, what you think about the album. Yes, sir. Um, do you have an album uh, suggestion for the folks out there? I actually do. Hey. And I actually, I had heard this album a long time ago when I was com- like, when I was probably like, around like 2005 or 2006. Uh, and I remember this one of them songs or albums that I definitely had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Ghetto Boys, The Foundation. Hey. Have you heard that joint? I haven't heard it in a long time. And I don't honestly remember too much about it, but I really do like no. the Ghetto Boys. Son, and mainly... There's a lot of it, things I got to go back and listen to. Oh, yeah, no, nah, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. It, It's a couple joints on here that I fuck with, right? But definitely the song G-Code is my shit. And honestly, right, uh-huh. if you have access to the Chopped and Screwed version... Get the oh, fucking yeah. chopped and screwed version. I don't know. I've never been a big chopped and screwed dog, guy. How, dog? Because it's just, it, it's annoying and slow and. Uh. Nah, but dog, when you, when you just driving smacked and it's just, you just cooling and cruising, I don't know. It just hits a little different, dog. <laughs> Ghetto Boys, the foundation, chopped and screwed if you can't find it. Get that joint. Listen to G Code. It's the shit. I fuck with it. Alright, alright. Well, my choice this week is going to be, I'm going to take it back to Wale's first album, uh, Attention Deficit. Okay. And um, the ones, the couple of songs I want to highlight are, you know, not necessarily all the famous ones. Uh, there was a song called World Tour featuring Jasmine Sullivan, and it was produced by Cool and Dre. That is dope as fuck. There's a song called Mirrors with Bun B that's actually like a real dope song. Like if you actually listen to it, there's like messages in it. Right. And more than a few songs in here have a lot of good messages. Right. I mean, even um, Pretty Girls with Gucci Man. Uh, and, and Backyard Band, that has a couple of good messages if you listen to what I was saying. Back then, Gucci was old Gucci, so, you know, he wasn't refined <laughs> Gucci like he nah, is now. But nah. the song still cranked. And then, of course, he had the, the big hit um, with uh, Chillin' with Lady Gaga, which yeah. was actually a pretty dope song, yeah, too. Yeah, if you it listen was. back to it. Honestly, I didn't even remember he, him and Lady Gaga had a song. Yeah. And then, uh, actually, another two of the really deepest joints on here are 90210 and Shades featuring Chrisette Michelle. Shades talks about... Uh, Hate between skin colors, okay. Between uh, different shades of black, right, black basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nine hundred two one zero is talking about you know being in the rich environment and all the shit that goes on with the rich kids and shit like that. So like, if you ever get a chance, it's like it's not a poppy album, but it's not like 
MMG music like you're used to hearing from Wale. So if you get a chance, listen to Attention Deficit by Wale. Yeah, and to be honest though, I feel like most of uh, Wale's albums, like his his singles, are kind of like MMG type shit. Yeah, know? but I feel like his albums are usually you know dedicated like completely to his, different. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, I, I I think that shows a lot uh, as far as his artistry goes. Because, yeah, for sure. You know, what I mean, you can go from making a ratchet joint to really sing some shit. Which I but I mean, it was the same way with like Ludacris. It was like, we look at them as like, a lot of people look at them as not real, real rappers. And I say that with quotations and shit, uh, because they don't come from that hood background, right. that gangster lifestyle, that drug dealer, whatever, whatever. Right. So like, they automatically call them like the backpackers, like Kanye and them. Yeah. But if you think about it, these guys have to be some of the most lyrical oh, yeah, you and best rappers like him, Ludacris, yep. Uh, Logic, yeah. any of those people that didn't come from that lifestyle, even Childish yep. Gambino, yeah. because now you've got to get everyone's attention, and you don't have that, none true. of that gunplay, yah yah gangster shit. Which is what everybody wants to hear, and that's exactly. Fun. Yo, that's true. Like I never thought about that. You're right. Though. So it's like I feel like it takes a special breed to really be a non gangster rapper because in the, in the in the rap world. You know why? Because I feel like it's real easy to be corny if you're like a backpacker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Cause you have to really be killing it for niggas to, for niggas who listen to like everything else mm-hmm. and also be like, oh nah, he can spit. Yeah. You gotta be you saying some really shit. Really gotta be killing it. Yeah. And if you think about it, all of those guys that I mentioned, Kanye, Wale, Logic, Luda, they all spit. Oh yeah. And we know that they can spit. And they yeah, can go facts. from making some ratchet ass shit to some sit down and make you think yep. shit. So that's a fact. Yeah. Shout out to them, man. But yeah, yeah check that joint out, man. For sure. All right. Well, again, thank y'all for listening. And uh, as always, we like to try and shout out a little bit of shit. Yes, sir. Uh, and since I don't have my internet connection in the room where I'm at right now with my computer, so I wrote it down. I'm good okay, this week. we good. We're getting a lot of love over here from Germany and South Africa. Okay. A country called Bhutan out in South Asia. Okay. First, first time we've seen y'all on our list, so we appreciate all y'all listening. Yes, sir. Of course, Nigeria, all of, all of y'all out in Lagos. Uh, Brazil, Ghana, Australia, Kenya, Jamaica, Peru, Angola. Ireland, Sweden, Portugal, New Zealand, Norway, United Emirates, like y'all are all over the world. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir. And to our our fellow cities in the United States, Vallejo, California, San Fran, the Bronx, and Brooklyn. Uh, out here, Washington, D.C., Sterling, Virginia, like San Juan, Puerto Rico. Like we appreciate all of y'all Everybody, listening, wherever man. y'all are listening from. We always like to try and shout y'all out. Yes, it's been a while since we've been able to do it, but you know, niggas is trying to work on some shit. We back. Hey, we this back, baby. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all know y'all can find us at HQ Podcast oh, on Instagram and one. Twitter. <laughs> almost, almost, but you see how I slighted it? Yeah, no, nah, you did. <laughs> like, if there was a camera on this, y'all would have been like, yeah, he almost forgot. He almost I can see, he I can see somebody up. say, I don't know, y'all actually. Oh, y'all can search us out on Facebook at, uh, or for hip, at Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. Um, y'all can find us on SoundCloud, Speaker, Spreaker, Spreaker, Stitcher. I I'm sorry. I know, it's so terrible. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartMedia, we're everywhere that you can get your podcast on. Uh, I think sometimes I'm going to try and see if we can get it on uh, Spotify sometimes. Okay. I got to see how Spotify works and see if I actually have to join. Let's see, man. I don't, well, yo, because some people, they make it so that for you to upload shit. Yeah, yeah you have to be a member of shit. Right? I don't know about all yeah, that. We'll, we'll see. Man. We'll that's see what's going on. That's a Babylon team. Babylon team. Yes, yes. So from all around the world, everyone that we named and everyone that we didn't name, we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Yes, sir. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Peace.